guys. Welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, we have an epic main event. It's been 50 years since any human has won the championship, and the aliens, they aren't fighting fair. So Colt Film and Review is tagging in because we're talking about Arena. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for joining the cult. Uh, please head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. We will give you a shout out at the end of the show. We have two to do uh, tonight at the end of the show. Head over to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe over there. Uh, watch videos. Check out some past episodes. Uh, tonight we are talking about Arena. It came out in 1989. It was directed by Peter Manugan. It had a budget of we don't know. A lot of this information was actually just filmed in the U.S. and Italy. <laughs> like the information was filmed in the U.S.? <laughs> yeah. Okay. They filmed no. it. They actually, that's, that's you don't even filmed. get it on text. You just have to like watch an entire documentary. Yeah. It's the only way we got this information. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what this film's about, a human becomes an unlikely rising star in the biggest fighting tournament in the galaxy that's dominated by alien species. This was Mike's pick. Mike, why'd you pick Arena? Wait. What I miss? Us. You didn't introduce anybody. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'll wait for fucking click clacks <laughs> over there. <laughs> click clack, <laughs> click clack. Cop. I'll just make the heel sound myself. <laughs> <laughs> like as a, as a microphone, he's just like tapping his computer. This is pretty. This is pretty good. This actually sounds correct. As always. I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hi, everybody. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this was Mike's pick. Mike, why'd you pick Arena? Uh, this is a film like similar to Robot Jocks that I used to watch a lot when I was a kid. Like I loved this film. And in the ongoing attempt to like completely destroy anything that I loved in my childhood, I figured I'd just pick this film <laughs> and see where it would go. We don't know. Maybe maybe I have destroyed it, maybe I haven't, but I guess we're going to find out today. Has anyone else uh, seen this film? No, not at all. Kyle, you haven't seen it, Chris? Nope, haven't seen it. I have seen this before. I saw this a couple of months ago. Uh, Chris owns it on VHS, and I watched it at his house. I picked it up because... Mike always talked about it, and I saw it at the yeah, yeah. you know video store and grabbed it, and you you got to see it before I did, yeah. but uh, yeah, I'm glad I had this one on hand. So yeah, um, did you guys have any impressions going into it? Did you just know like, hey, this is you know this is a, a Charles Band movie? No, I didn't. Um, I didn't. I mean, I didn't have any. All I heard, all I know is what, what Mike had told me about it, and little bits and pieces here. I didn't even know it was a Charles Band movie. Like, I barely know. Or care about if it's a Charles Band movie at all, anyway. So wow, just shit all over Charles. I don't know. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's a Charles Band movie." It's Charles Band. Because yeah. I hear a, it all the time. It's a Charles Band. I don't movie. think like, it's, so it's, a, it's a, I, don't, <laughs> so I don't think Charles Band is, is is. It's not a thing where it's like, "Oh, it's a Charles Band movie." So guess what? You're in for a real treat. I don't think, I think that it's what that it either. is is that you know it's like a Roger Corman film. Somebody says it's a Roger Corman film, you're like, "Oh, well, this could be a real hit and miss." Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that's well, maybe maybe I just don't know all of the films that he's done, so I can't. 
haven't been able to put that tapestry together in my mind I to have like, like an image of this is what Charles Band is. I feel like this is my favorite time period of Charles Band. Like late 80s, mm-hmm. early 90s is probably my favorite time period of his films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so th- I, I'm liking that we're going in more watching these because that's when, like uh, this dude, th- these 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 crews and and stuff like that, you can tell they don't have like a budget. You know what I mean? Well, he, I think Charles Band again is similar to Roger Corman in the sense that it was more like quantity over quality. Yeah, you know, like let's punch out a bunch of films every year and see which one hits. Some of them hit, some of them don't. If they do hit, guess what? Sequel time, baby. We're going on that sequel train. Yeah. Do you think it was like he was always trying to hammer on? Like trends, like things that were going, like that were popular at the time, yeah. but spinning that Come into on. his own world. I think that was like we talk about it a lot when we when we when we talk about Italian horrors and yeah. Italian filmmakers. They do the same thing. They look at the they look at the current industry, the environment, and they say, "All right, we're going to punch out like three films that are just like this." If I would have saw this movie when I was nine, oh shit, eight to to twelve, even thirteen, probably, I would have been like. Holy crap! This movie is epic, and that's exactly when I saw this film. Yeah, eighty nine. So I was nine when it came out. I probably saw it on VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably maybe one or two years later. So I was like ten, eleven. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like this is a forgotten film, or do you think a lot of people know about this movie? <sighs> I think it's a forgotten film. In my I think opinion. it is kind. It's it's tough to say because I you know I don't know a lot of people that have heard of this film, but like other Charles Band films, like Ghoulies, somebody will say like, yeah, Ghoulies. I remember Ghoulies. I remember. Um, well, any like the reanimators obviously are really popular, but like this one is not one where I where, when I when I discuss it with people that people go, yeah, oh yeah, Arena, I remember that. Right. They they know Robot Jocks more than they know this film. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, do you think his horror films were just more successful than his sci-fi yeah, I stuff? I think so. Yeah. I think for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But um, again, like I don't, I don't know why this film doesn't because is this a cult film? Uh, dude, I was gonna ask that question. I don't think it is. I Not don't yet. I don't think it is yeah at all really. I mean in I mean it can be. I feel like it has the it has all the pieces to right. to be. I don't know. I feel like, like what it is it does. missing? I mean it it's 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 Canon put out a bunch of sci-fi weird films like this yeah. too and they all kind of like fall into that category. I don't see why this really wouldn't either. And and quite honestly, I think this this is a little bit better than some of their Yeah. That's Canon's why like it's it's like deliveries. it's kind of hard for me. It's like this is I think it could be. I think it could be, but n- there's probably a, a a select group of people that really enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. But like, I yeah, I don't think it would have to be like cult, but maybe just a small niche, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, audience. I mean, am I am cult. I gonna be am I gonna be wrong? Am I gonna be wrong in saying like maybe it's not cult because like it's actually done pretty well? <laughs> that's what I'm, that's kind of what I was gonna say, but I was like, that doesn't sound like the right thing to but say. Even yeah. if it was done really well, like, is it done just well enough that? It's been forgotten, yeah, and I've, is not like carried on. Yeah, like, because people are like, eh, yeah, it's okay. So you're saying there's not enough bad in they it. They need to go back. <laughs> no, no, they need no, to go no, back no. and see. What I'm saying, it's not like a Logan's Run where it's like a classic, right? You know, right. And yeah. people are like, it's a classic sci-fi no, film, right? But, but but it is. It's a film that you like. If people who have seen it, I feel like you know what? Yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah. Like that's I feel like you don't the level think there's of a it. die hard like no this movie fucking like changed the game like no, there's oh there's probably it is. Didn't there, the, the game no there's probably <laughs> no change in the game but there's probably like a hardcore like I feel like uh, a lot of people in our generation that grew up with um, Mortal Kombat yeah Power Rangers that kind of stuff would watch this and and have those feelings though mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I and mean, maybe that's why. I mean, I, I, I mean, I grew up with uh, robot jocks, and I feel like if I had seen this at the exact same time as that, and then I would have been watching both these movies. No, oh, I agree. You know, side by side. Yeah, Steve it, Armstrong. It's is got a, that vibe. It totally has that vibe. Well, let's 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 talk about the films. This is 1989, right? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the films that came out this year. Batman, okay. Back to the Future Part Two, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Lethal Weapon Two, The Abyss. I mean. This probably got drowned in all of these films. Ghostbusters Dude, 2. I don't even think this huge, made it. To huge this. sequels came out this time. Uh, let's see what other films here. Uh, the Burbs came out. Hey. Nice. There it is. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure came out this year. Jeez, this is a good year. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Best of the Best. Roadhouse. But, oh, man. How do you not? Like, this is probably the best year for, like, Friday the 13th, JD Goes to Manhattan. fucking year, man. <laughs> I mean, this is a year where, like, big sequels came out and really classic Night, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5 came out. Weekend Knocking at out Bernie's Park. came out. Kickboxer came out. Jesus. Weekend at Bernie's. Fletch Lives <laughs> came out. I thought Fletch Lives was way earlier than this. So did I. God damn. Anyways. Anyways. Robot Jocks came out this year, too. And I actually, yeah, and I actually yeah, sure. was like, okay, well, um, I think this movie actually wasn't released until 91. It was made in oh, 89, really? but I don't okay. think it was released until 91. But Robot Jocks was released in 89, and I was thinking the whole time, like, was this right off uh, Robot Jocks or right before it? Because it has a very similar feel, feel. to it, very similar, like, style. Like, maybe they, they even use some of the same sets, you know, for both films. Oh, I don't know. Well, if they released this in 91, then... Jesus, it's like Terminator 2 and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And like, <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't I mean, stop. Right really. off the top, it's like huge, 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 big budget action films. So let's, yeah, this is probably direct-to-video, but let's let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Arena. Gentlemen, never have I felt the excitement as explosive as is the Arena tonight. For the first time in 50 years, not since Marcus was the king, will a human do battle in the Arena. Stronger, look! It's your guy. Arena fans, coming up next on the card will be a two-point match. That's how he got all that sleeper. The lad's a fighter. And we're back. We're talking about Arena came out in 1989. This is Mike's pick. And uh, let's get into it, man. So this is Bloodsport for Aliens. Pretty much. Pretty much is what it is. Uh, the oh, f- the movie opens up in this big arena. Well, it's spaceships flying first. Yeah. But then you get the, to the space station. Um, and, like, I, I, you know what, dude? I don't know. It's nostalgia for me, but I love those old school special effects of the spaceships. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell it's, like, on, like, matte painted on. Models like, or yeah, something. Some yeah, some shit. You know? And you're like, oh, I still love it, though. Yeah. And you, you get into this arena, and you see Horn, who's the champion, Fighting Spinner, who looks like the worst alien fighter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like look like a fucking trash can with with fucking Oscar legs. the Grouch inside of it. Like, how yeah. can he fight? You're looking at him, just like, okay, he can only go. He can only do the uh, Karate Kid two move that the drum <laughs> yeah. makes. Like, that's all he can do. Let's <laughs> go back and forth and swing his hand. He's a TikTok essentially. Yeah, yeah. he's essentially TikTok. He has like mm-hmm. little metal arms that just jab, but apparently do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just do absolutely just nothing. quick jabs, quick jabs. Yeah, okay. all about that uh, rabbit punch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he wears that helmet, and then you just horn kicks. I, you know what though? I will say, listen, 
tugged at my heartstrings a little bit after afterwards after the fight when he's like, "Can't you fix me?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you yeah. poor guy. He just wants to fight. He wants to fight, and he's and he's like pretty much like ninety five percent robotics, and yeah. yeah, he's pretty much dead at this oh, point. Oh, because like his arm ripped off, right? Was that what it was? I think so. I mean, I think yeah. they were saying what did they say? Your servo. Something, yeah, something, something busted. It was some yeah. bullshit that they <laughs> some fake decided to write in there. But... I like, and this is a this is a funny point. And I, I'm jumping ahead, but going to that scene, like all he need, all he needs is this servo thing. Oh, and it costs X amount of thousand credits. You just had that lying around. Well, apparently they did yeah. because later yeah. on in the film, uh, the main character goes to that team and is like, "Hey, I need like four thousand. Like, here you go. Yeah, to yeah. get it to get to get his friend out of, yeah, uh, yeah. Out, of, out, of out of. I uh, wonder. I wonder how much this thing this thing costs. Like, I mean, let's be honest. They they were really just trying to tell him like, look, we're just kind of done. Yeah. You think you think they did the you. right thing after uh, Armstrong wins the championship and took a little bit of that money and fix up all spinner? I don't know. I well, hope so. Apparently, they had another another guy waiting in the sidelines, or not guy, but alien yeah, fighter, yeah. just waiting in the sidelines. Well, because it's a team. It's like MMA. They you know they train together, they work out together. It's a team thing, Chris. Right. I know. I get it. You know what I mean? Do you get team sports? I don't know if you do. I do get it. I don't know it. if you get working on I watched team. Arena. We- <laughs> <laughs> We're also introduced in, in, with Horn in the very beginning that Horn is cheating right off the bat. Mm-hmm, Dude, he, he's shooting up. Oh, yeah. Like steroids, I guess. Yeah, something. Alien steroids, I'm guessing. Which it doesn't make a lot of sense because what the fuck was the handicapper for? It did nothing. Like the, no, I mean the the steroids that he took honestly did nothing. He, he like yeah, it wasn't like he unless, ever saw like a drastic a, change. Unless it's like this. Unless it's like unless it's like the handicapper works off your base strength. So and that it, and the handicapper doesn't doesn't adjust dynamically as you grow strength in the match. So if you take steroids during the match, the handicapper is already in place. So you just put yourself a little bit above the handicapper. Yeah. It, could be, it could be a stamina oh, thing too. Cause I wonder if the handicapper, I mean, it may be able to, so I, as I understood the handicapping system for all those, I mean, we haven't really explained the total plot, but yeah, the, the only reason humans and aliens that are like nine times larger than humans or whatever can fight is because they have a handicapping system that makes it so if you're a bigger alien, a stronger alien, it'll make you as weak as your opponent. Mm-hmm. And it might even increase the strength of your of the other guy so that you're fighting at an equal strength despite the si- your size disadvantage. Right. Yeah. So it simply comes down to a fight of skills and not Well, it power. could be a stamina thing, too. So like maybe it's like if you want to go a full 12, <laughs> does the handicapper affect how much endurance and... Like, yeah, yeah, you know that could play into it. For I sure. I mean, we're just spitballing yeah. here. Cody, continue with the plot. <laughs> of this Visually, film. <laughs> it's just a red and a blue light that yeah. shines down on each player. Yeah, it's yeah. just a player it's just a gel. fighter. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a gel. It's red blue gels. red blue gels. Um, so then as these two are fighting, you're you're uh, shown a uh, very hot diner uh, at the arena. I'm taking it where people are watching the fight and trying to get food. Uh, Steve Armstrong, our main character, is a short order cook. Not very good at his job. He's a rookie. Yeah, yeah. He's not very good at no, his job. No, that was like he he showed up. He said, "I need a job," and they're like, "All right, we're we're putting you in the hot seat. Putting you up. Putting you day one. Day one. You're on. You're on the championship match day. Yeah. So you know, I hope you're ready to fail. Yeah. <laughs> no training. Yeah. No training. They. But no, like Steve's obviously there because he wants to fight. Because he he says a line like after that after because he gets in the fight with the the alien in the in the restaurant. Protecting his his coworker, and Shorty. Yeah, yeah. Kicks ass. Mm-hmm. Throws him through hell, a window. Hell of a boxer. Yeah. Well, then you find out he's been training for it like pretty much his whole fucking life. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. And then he's there. So you got to figure he's there to to try to get into the fights. No, he's given up by this time. He but now he's, he, yeah, he says he's given up. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. He's he, like, I've been think, training for my I whole life. I think he gets to this planet and then he doesn't have enough money space to get station. back to space station. Sorry. Thank you. And, and then he doesn't have enough money to get back to Earth. So he well, figures, so well, I'll just he, work a menial job. He got there. Can, he got there. He like, you know, he had, he had like, you know, one or two auditions. You know, it's a classic Hollywood story. Yeah. You had one or two auditions, and you say, you know what? This town's not for me. I think he went down there with a hope and a dream. Yeah. And I think he gave up a little too early. I think so, too. I think it's what it is. He he, lo- he lost he lost his passion to join the arena, so he decides, he, I'm going to be a short-order cook. Yeah. He acts like, though, they, like he, he tried and they rejected him. Like, that's the that's the kind of story Which I Which makes got. me wonder, okay, who so, did you audition for, man? And nobody knows who you are, like, even though you, were, were like, already tried to make it in this. Well, he apparently didn't... he kicked ass in the human. Yeah. The human, uh, uh, whatever. Circuit. Uh, circuit. Circuit, yeah. And he gets down there, and no one's going to give him a shot because, and then maybe rightfully so, because there hasn't been a human champion in 50 years. So mm-hmm. pro- maybe it's, he walks in, and he says, look how good I did. And they said, yeah, but you're a human, so what does it matter? No, yeah. Um, Which is weird because the handicap system shouldn't get matter what species you are. You could be fighting a fish, and my strength will be brought down to yeah. that of that of like a carp. And I think we can, <laughs> true. <laughs> but uh, to go back to like, so what this handicapper actually does, right? Mm. When his first big fight against that like insectoid looking grasshopper thing. Grasshopper looking thing, like it's so much bigger than him. Like I yeah. can't imagine that it's defying the laws of physics and somehow this thing is losing weight because weight has so much to do with how much No, I don't think it's losing weight. I think it's losing I think it's losing uh a power. Right. And and that that's a difficult match because the thing is so tall, it's like it's awkward for him to punch upwards when he's like a boxer. He's used to squaring off against right, humans. Right, but not only so. that, but like it's it's weight. Like how you if you if one of the tactics is to push it out of the ring, mm-hmm. if this thing's Goddamn, a thousand pounds. Maybe it does affect weight because he was pushing that thing pretty good. Yeah, I mean, but he had to. It was do, struggling. It was a tactic, though. He had to like punch, punch, and then like shoulder, yeah, shoulder yeah. push this thing. Yeah. It wasn't like a punch was knocking this thing. Well, no, it's got all that acid. It, like that, I said, it's, I, it's it, like a ballast in the back be, holding it forward. It could be that like humans just aren't good because they don't have the prowess. Like, what if one of these aliens has better sight or better this or better? I mean, there's a, a, a number of factors. Yeah, yeah, they could be faster. Well, that was brought up about. That was also brought up about Steve Armstrong. Was he was too fast? Super, super yeah. fast, faster yeah. than all his aliens. But before we even get to that fight, he gets fired from his job because he gets in a fight defending yeah. his boss who owns the place. I don't. <laughs> I don't is it his boss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shorty, oh, okay. I think is Shorty. Is, I don't think it's his boss. I don't they think Shorty, both lose. Their I think jobs. he's just. I think he's a chef. And he's like a sous chef. What is he? Is short he, order cook. Is he short order cook? And I think, I mean, it wouldn't be uncommon for a cook to be like, hey, I need you to get this table. Yeah. Um. But anyways. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, learn the restaurant business. Anyhow. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> they, both, they both lose their jobs, right? Or yes. just he loses his I job. I feel like they both, well, I feel yeah. like Shorty quits his job to fucking help Steve get, get along in this world. It didn't seem like that, though, because it was like, it, the announcement was, you have been fired, basically. And Shorty's yeah. like, don't let it get you down. Happens to the best of us. You can crash with me tonight. Well, like, he never acknowledges that Shorty lost his job as well. That's true. Well, but also Shorty is is betrothed because he has that, what, what kind of creature is he? Ripskillian? A, a multi-handed creature, forearm it's part creature. Of his, it's part of his alien culture. Like, it's he has, like, a, bl- a bond. 
It was like one of the, he mentions it as he's walking home. He's like, Shorty, you, you can go home. I don't need this. And he goes, no, 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 no. Part of my culture states that, you know, if you help me out, oh. I, but I so, have to, so I have he, to make it up to he, you. He, so he's like the Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, of Arena. In a way. Yeah. You could say Saved that. Saved his life and now he, he's indebted. It's indebted. And even it's if a life you want him to leave, uh, he can't go. Yeah. Exactly. And he just keeps showing up each, each episode. Yeah. Later. So they go. They try to. They they try to go to Steve's apartment, which where, where it looks like it's in a fucking dungeon. Yeah. Then they they can't because he hasn't paid his rent. He's very forgetful. Steve is. Yeah. Steve's not about details. He's really not. He's not a detail oriented so guy. That's why his short order cook career was so short lived. Yeah. yeah. So they go sh- stay at Shorty's place, which is also a dungeon. <laughs> it's a sewer. <laughs> yeah. They live in like the underbelly of the space station. It's essentially where I guess where they're saying all the homeless people live. I think. That? I think that's what they were. Yeah. yeah. They had somehow the created a, a little city down there. Yeah. Very uh, demolition man. I yeah, think very demolition man. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. So, and then, then all of a sudden, t- two of the trainers show up to to the sewer and beat the living shit out of Steve. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Quinn's gang. Yeah, because they beat up Fang, who was their fighter, their yeah, fighter, their who they fighter. needed because. Now uh, they have nobody TikTok, to fill the thing. TikTok's fucking down. TikTok's down, down. So fish, fishhead is the only one left. <laughs> and fishhead got his the shit kicked out of him by yeah. by Steve. So like now we have now they're getting essentially I guess extracting their revenge. Although I don't understand how they find him. Yeah, they either. they know immediately. Yeah, I don't either. He's at. Yeah, that wasn't explained at all. They just kind of they like, just show up. They're like, yeah, we know the secret entrance into this underground area, and we know that you went down here. But even so, the, because... the time that Steve makes up the decision to even stay with Shorty is when they're walking down a corridor alone. I mean, even if they were able to say, go to the, the, the restaurant, and the owner was just like, yeah, it was Shorty, and I fired this other guy, and that's why this guy got beat up. Well, okay, tell me where... I guess they could have said, well, tell me where Shorty yeah, lives. Let me yeah, see, let me see your, your employment records. You know? It could have been something like that. Let me, no, look, at, let me look at some pay stubs, some W-2s. They, <laughs> they, uh, I think they, they were in contact with... Uh, the underbelly, I think. Well, I th- you know, and and we'll, we'll t- discuss well, this about yeah. what exactly the arena means in terms of the whole space station. What even what what, what how what role it plays? It's a pretty big role. <laughs> All right, it's like Sorry. a cliffhanger right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, it's, I, I think it's an important thing to, to discuss. Well, but we haven't even gotten to the villain yet, which is we why haven't. I don't want to oh, okay. reveal yeah. that yet. <laughs> What's his name? The villain's name is it Rogor? 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 Yeah, yeah. So he, looked Ro- like, he looked like Dracula. He yeah. looked like a silver Dracula. That was a straight up Dracula. <laughs> yeah, he looked like a silver Dracula. I was like, what is that is that Dracula's alien race right there? They were fucking aliens. <laughs> Dracula was just kind of like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna chill out on Earth for a while. It's kind of fun. And is he the only one with a skybox? I was wondering this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, the arena, so I guess so, yeah. Maybe maybe the skybox is for the champion. And how can you how can you manage fi- uh, fighters and run the arena? That doesn't seem like that would be a very He doesn't run the arena thing. though. He doesn't. He's like the biggest promoter yeah. with yeah. He's, he's a promoter. He's like, yeah, yeah. And and he he, he currently, you know, part of his stable of fighters includes Horn, who is the current champion. Right. So I think that grants him access to the, maybe that's the champion's well, box. And this is what I'm getting to, too, is that since we're talking about it now, like, it apparently grants him access to everything that your heart could possibly desire because he has now become the criminal syndicate leader yeah. of the entire space station, yeah. which I don't understand why having a champion in this simple sport would result in you losing any power left or right. 
I think that I think that uh, I think he was a crime lord before he had that uh, that right. fighter. But the way they make it sound is that if this guy lose, if Fang loses the championship, he loses everything. Oh, I just thought it was just kind of more of like a like a shame thing. No, I think it is like he loses all the power of the entire space station, no. which makes no sense to me. Because okay, so how about this? How about case? this? How about this? Maybe he was like maybe he was like this low level fucking you know low level crew like criminal? crook criminal okay. right. He had like a, he had a little team, right. a little team. Then he made it big in the in the arena fights. Got himself a champion. Gave him extra money. Gave him extra resources. Opened up doors. Now that he's not that now he's not that top dog. He goes back to just being a little level. Yeah, but criminal. he owns illegal casinos. He like he not has more. The cops broke that shit up. Yeah, cops that broke was it just up. one. You have to imagine he owns probably a bunch. And, and I don't you know, know if he diversifies. I have I no know, idea. Mike. But I, I mean, I don't know how big this he's space probably station a is. Bad criminal underlord. <laughs> if he doesn't have other f- sources of income besides having one champion who eventually is going to get old and like not be able to fight anymore. You would yeah, think that this that, guy not with those steroids. No, not not Horn. Half of him is a robot. And not now, not, <laughs> uh, not not with the steroids and the uh, handicap. That guy could be fighting into eighty. It just seems like every, every, any mob movie I've ever seen. You know, like like Goodfellas or whatever. It's not like they're banking on one thing. They they run drugs. They do this. They do that. They do this. They do everything. Like they're a big. Yeah, that's like a they Scor- didn't that's get like a Scorsese into, film, isn't it? They don't get into, <laughs> they get into what he anything does. that he does other than represent this fighter. No, no, that's no, the he, champion. He that's def- pretty much no, it. No, he definitely owns the illegal casino. He does. Yeah, because yeah. that's his money that that's, they steal. That's why, yeah. Oh, right. Yes, of course. So, I mean, I have to assume that he is the criminal under overlord of the entire mm-hmm. space station. Yeah, and it just makes people lose respect for him and not fear him. I think is the whole thing. If he That's loses, it is, yeah. it's, they, they lose. I they guess. lose the fear. That's a flimsy. Well, because it, no, no, because if you look at the end of the film, like, and you, when they're showing the crowd, you see all the homeless people in the crowd for the final fight. Like, come on, Steve, because he's fighting for the common You're man. Yeah. <laughs> Did they look just like fucking Jorah from Game of Thrones? Yeah, a little bit. I looked. I had to look it up. I was yeah. like, is that the same actor? Like, God I damn thought it. it was like an early Spitting role. Fucking image. Guy, guy hasn't really aged or <laughs> he's not aged in fucking thirty yeah. years. He's still old. It was funny. Anyway, let's go back to the plot. There's so much we still haven't covered. Yeah, there's the. Is there though? Yeah, well, there's <laughs> a little bit. It's... We hit the casino. We haven't hit on uh, what's her name, the girl. Um, Ooh, we should hit the Quinn. casino. We haven't talked about Quinn at all. We haven't talked yeah. about how, right. how why he wants to go and 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 get this money like from Quinn and fight for so, her. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Shorty says, "I'm going to help you get off of this space station. Send you back to Earth. Send you back home because that's what you want. This is me repaying my debt." Yeah. Um, they... a Daxamite. He's yeah. a Daxamite. Thank it... you. I just remembered his name. It's a Daxamite debt. Daxamite debt. We yeah. can go back to this, sorry. So Daxamite. they go to the casino because if it's you good. need money, if you need money, you should spend Everybody it. knows that if you have if you're trying to raise money fast, I mean casinos, yeah. you're you're sure if you have a, if you have a limited <laughs> I know, amount I know of money. That's my experience with casinos thus yeah. far. Yeah. If you have a limited <laughs> amount of money, you go to the casino to get richer. Everybody knows this. Yeah, it works every time. That's why so many people like casinos. Just winners. So they knock on the door. <laughs> they knock on the door, and they have a very Earth password for this door. Yeah. Swordfish. Swordfish. I was like, that's a weird password for aliens to use. Mm-hmm. Swordfish. Yeah, and Halle Berry showed up. and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that from, like, an older film? What? There's a movie called Swordfish. Yeah, I know, Berry but I think but that before that, Swordfish has been, like, the de facto secret is it? Yeah, that 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 oh, movie was only called Swordfish because I think it was based on like uh, a, such that, a popular a that, that could be. Yeah. yeah, that could be. I mean, it's a great choice. Yeah. It's a great fish. 
It's a great. That's a steak of fish it's right there. It's a great there. fish. Probably my favorite fish. It probably is my favorite <laughs> so fish. They, What's up? They get in there and um, Steve's walking. He's following Shorty to the game table, and as he's walking, he sees this beautiful woman, Jade, and he he's decides he's going to talk to Jade. Who's playing a game I really don't understand? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 it seems like roulette. Yeah, it seems like roulette, but with just like a silver ball and no numbers can anywhere I, on the table. Can I, tell, can I tell you guys what it reminded me of? Like you know, like if you've ever been walking through the mall and it has like that big round thing in the middle of it, yeah. and you put a quarter in it, and it just spins around and uh, around yeah. and around and around until it goes yeah. down the funnel. I'm like, that's what she's playing. You win every time. Yeah, like, so. wait, what are you what are you betting on? Like how many times <laughs> it goes around in a circle before it falls in the hole? Yeah, I don't know. And you know, there's a really funny cut too. By the way, um, there's one shot of I think, I think it's when Steve tosses the ball that he just throws it so haphazardly. Yeah. It looks yeah. like it just goes straight down. Yeah. Like he doesn't give any, he puts no yeah. no juice on it that thing. It just drops out of his hand, drops, just like plop, <laughs> falls right to the ground, like right to the center. Anyways, and she still won. She does yeah. well because yeah. he's he's her lucky charm. That's it. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's infatuated. And then finally, Shorty pulls him, and they go play this card game, which Shorty loses twice. Uh, and then then that's when the cops bust in. Are the cops robots? Can we? What uh, are they? I don't I think they're just in riot gear. Yeah, or robots. I, I think they're robots. Yeah, I don't know what they are. Anyways, uh, th- that's broken up. And as that's broken up, they steal money and make a way out, out the back. Now, they stole money from our main villain. Rogor. Rogor, who's, who is has this, this illegal... Dracula. Yeah, illegal gaming situation going on. <laughs> um, th- there's a big chaos. They break up the thing. Yeah. In, the, in the chaos, Shorty grabs a bunch of money and rolls out of there. Mm-hmm. And he uses Rat that fa- money. Ratface, yeah. though, sees, sees it happen. Yeah. He's Weasel. Like, Weasel sees it. Is his yeah. name Weasel? Weasel. Weasel. Right. Weasel. They call him Ratface this whole movie. They call him Ratface this whole movie. No, so yeah, he sees he sees them escape, and then when they escape, Shorty buys them the ticket, right? And then they go to what do they? What, what ha- I'm trying they, to figure they go out. To a they, bar. They just go to a bar. Yeah, they go to, to a like, bar. To have a drink. They have a Weasel drink. shows up with a gun. Yeah, yeah. and he he catches them because uh, Steve is hammered and. Um, He's watching the girl that he met in the casino on this really weird hollow. Yeah. Oh, was hollow that was that thing. her? It was her, yeah. Oh, that was her. Oh, okay, I he's looking to... at her too. Like, is that her? She thought he thought the same thing, Kyle. Oh, so it's okay. not. It's not I was weird. To put the pieces together. And there. yeah, Weasel tracks him down because he know he saw them steal the money, so he knows he can get it back. Yeah. But by this time, Shorty's already spent the money on the ticket and spent a little bit on his own. Mm-hmm. Back Send to his, to his uh, family. Family on nebulous nebulous. So, so Weasel takes them back to to Rogor and. Uh, he's gonna break Shorty's fingers or cut, cut him, him off, off until he gets his money back. Until Steve gets the money back, he's mm-hmm. got twelve hours. Yeah, which takes Steve five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes <laughs> <laughs> because Steve had already been offered uh, uh, a job, right? right. Because yeah. uh, to be a fighter after Quinn, he got his ass kicked. Well, he, we, be- he goes. He beats. He beats Quinn's goons up. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Can we say this real quick? Can I say this? Is this appropriate to say? Okay. Does Quinn just have the most? Amazing resting bitch face you have ever seen. It does not change. I don't know if she it's looks, bitch face, but it's, yeah, I don't know. she oh, does have a she, she has a gaze like for sure. Like I was, she looks angry all the well, time. She's, she's supposed to be playing a hard nosed boxing yeah. uh, promoter. I mean, her father. It's it's like a whole family even as situation. It, even like through the end after Steve wins, she's like they're just mean mugging. <laughs> like I'm like dang, <laughs> nothing good enough for her. Yeah, I'm like what is. <laughs> Come on, Quinn. Smile. Crack a, one smile throughout this whole movie. You weren't even happy you were there. You hate this movie. 
I can tell you hate this movie. I don't know. I think I think it fits her character well. Yeah. She might be the best actor in the entire film, quite no, honestly. No. No way. You don't think so? I like Shorty a lot. Shorty's good. Shorty's, Shorty's good. Shorty's, I mean, yeah, but Shorty's like a, a caricature. He's the good sidekick. Yeah. She, she's she's definitely, character. I feel like, the best performance, like, like actor-wise, for sure. Mm-hmm. Then Quinn. Horn? Quinn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Champion! That's my favorite thing is when he walks in the bar. That's my favorite you scene. You know what pissed me off about Horn? I'll tell you this right now. And the DVD I had... Didn't help. Uh, no subtitles. Didn't understand a word he was fucking saying <laughs> like, 90% of the time. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I like to make it out every third word. That's I, why it was I, my I, favorite. I like, paused it and kept saying, like, this like this fucking DVD doesn't even have subtitles. Because like, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I'm like, is he, is he saying words? He's, he's going like, Miller. Yeah, and then it would be like, oh, you want to take a picture with the champ? And you're like, what? Oh, I heard. Do you want to take a picture with the champ? I know I heard that. That was like the, the end of the movie. Like, they, like get, get jumping ahead though, when he's like at the end of the movie and he's waiting for uh, the, our character to show up to the arena. Yeah, it was just like he was just doing noises and then like, what is he scared? And yeah. I was like, is that Macho Man Randy Savage? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> when he walks in the bar, is my favorite because he has that robe on and yeah. he's just like going, oh, you want a picture? <laughs> 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 with the champion. He's definitely like one of those aliens from the alien father from the Explorers. Like at the end. <laughs> 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 Scared? <laughs> it's bad, but uh, I forgot where we were. Yes, no, we were we were at the point where he had to go get the money from Quinn and agree to be one of her fighters. Yes. So he agreed to be one of her fighters. So she was desperate because she took a human. She had to be, but she yeah. she's, she's already seen that. She already saw he took out two humans and thing, and she beat up his best fighter without a handicapping. System. Right. Yeah. So I guess I mean right off the bat she's like, well, I'm willing to take a risk on this because yeah, he's already kind of proven himself twice. Yeah. You know what? This is a smart investment. That's what you call that. Yeah. This movie was missing a sweet montage. Uh, was it really? Yeah. I don't believe you know so. What? I, 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 that's not true. In hindsight, I think about it. I'm glad there wasn't one. There was a montage. A when? montage? All the fights. <laughs> a montage. All the fights that he went through, like oh, there going was from a montage. there to up oh, to, that's the, right. to yeah. Fang. The cli- yeah. yeah, the climbing. Climbing, yeah. climbing through those more other like a, four fights. I meant more like a training like montage. Yeah, that definitely nice. was. But he, well, that, that's, the, uh, that's in the prequel. And also, no, they had that They had that scene. They had the training scene. Well, the, the one where he's fighting the, the awesome lizard-looking thing. Yeah, yeah. and, and then you realize his weakness is Jade. Like, I mean, you already kind of knew it, but you especially knew when she showed up because he started a, getting his ass that, kicked. That was already after he was a winner. That was already after he had winning fights. Like, his first fight, there, I'm like, oh, they're just throwing him in there. Yeah. They're just going to toss him. No training. Okay, let's do it. And it's against a nine-foot fucking grasshopper. <laughs> Nine? That, I mean, that was, come on, that was like 12. Like, that thing was huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 12 feet tall and yeah. fucking 15 feet long. I was thinking it shouldn't have been hard to knock him out of the ring because his body takes up so much space. You don't even have to really yeah, but hit were, him. Again, that's what you're talking about, mass. He's got mass. How do you move mass? Not only that, you're wearing the most embarrassing fighting outfit I think I've ever seen. I mean, those are some sweet plastic gloves. Like a jock yeah. strap. And <laughs> it, like a jock strap with um, suspenders. suspenders and shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like football shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you look like I was like, you look like you're on like a sexy planet from one, like the original Star <laughs> you're Trek. One of those like, like soft sci-fi movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty terrible. It's 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 right up there almost with uh, uh, Zardoz. Uh, That's the, a, yeah, yeah. Zardoz. And I kept on asking myself, why do you need the gloves? 
If it like we got yeah, everybody, everybody else fucking knuckles. claws and shit. I'm like everybody else has got claws that can live. That's another thing. Does the handicapper keep you getting from ripped apart by yeah. claws? Yeah, no, not at all. That's what that's you the part still, I understand. You can still you can still get injuries. You know. Now that being said, gloves I guess could also protect your hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're punching like punching throw, metal. Throw, like eighty fucking punches. Like yeah, you gotta have something. Yeah, to protect half a fang you. is like you know he's like a half cyborg. So it's like you want to make sure you can yeah punch metal and maybe not destroy your. Entire hand, right? You know, yeah, I guess these are kind of those are human gloves. You know, aliens don't gotta wear those. And maybe that's another reason why people don't like humans in the ring. They're just like, oh, they're fragile as shit. Yeah, no cybernetic enhancements ever. And why don't they have cybernetic enhancements? Everybody else has got them. Jumped up in there and been like, you know what? I'm just gonna cyber myself out and kick some ass. Can I ask you a question? Was it mostly humans in the sewer? Yes. That were they trying to say that like. In a way, the reason that like there hasn't been a champion in fifty years is it seems somehow that since there hasn't been a champion in fifty years, that humans have fallen to this like lower class I, citizen. I absolutely think that that's what they are insinuating. Okay, is that human beings because they don't do it well in in yeah they don't they don't really make a huge connection yeah. in that. But they're definitely saying that human beings are second class citizens. I think at least on this on this satellite. I don't know how it is on well, Earth. Because even the announcer kind of, who's human, says something along the lines of is that. Is he human? Was he human? I, I feel like some of these human-looking aliens probably have some weird thing to them. Yeah, Rogor yeah. is definitely not human. No, no, but I'm talking about the, the announcer who's uh, talking about He didn't about look the human to me. He looks like a fucking old man. He yeah, looks like so, an so old man. McCoy. So yeah. does Shorty. So does Shorty <laughs> from, like, you know, the, the midsection up. Yeah. Yeah, but he has four hands. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, as you get rid of those other two down there. They shot, dude. They shot around that very creatively. I was, yeah, I, I was about to say, like, you know, the I'd say that effect was was more hit than miss, but when it missed, it missed hard. I felt like with that, with the with the arm effect, because yeah. like, what sometimes it looked really great, like his hands like cracking, his knuckles are climbing up and ladder. I'm like, that's really they did that so, a good job. What, but then yeah. when he's like just sitting there talking to somebody, and it's just like a sleeve dangling next to him, like getting <laughs> caught by the wind. Well, like, did anybody know that he's shots. always carrying a cane? <clears throat> No, I did not. No. Yeah, he's carrying a cane a lot of the time. So when he's his real hand is holding his second hand underneath the cane, so that he can move both arms in unison. It's uh, like an old like the I've cane seen, oh, is yeah. connecting the hands. Yeah, so there's okay. one one his real hand is holding the top of the cane, and there's a fake hand holding the bottom of the cane, and it's connected to him. So like when he moves, it looks like both arms are moving. But you can see he's strategically blocked so that like you can't see the other sleeved right. arm that's just dangling off to the side. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, they shot around it pretty creatively. I was I was actually uh I was pretty impressed with it. He's probably my favorite character though in, in this film. Do you guys have any? Uh I actually yeah, liked Rogor. <laughs> I liked Rogor for some reason. I thought he was also a pretty decent actor. It was a yeah, little, he was pretty. It was a little over the top, but like, I it worked for his character. Um, and then I, I actually liked Quinn a lot too. Yeah, I liked Quinn. I, I'd probably agree with though with, with those two. I see the thing with Shorty was I liked him. I liked him at first, and then he kind of like grew irritating he on grew me. Jar Jar Binks on you. He got, he got, he got really a little bit irritating. And then like, and then he had some like redeeming moments later on in the film, but then it just like, yeah, he just was bouncing around too much for me to like really latch onto him. I loved Quinn from the start. I thought, I thought she was like a great, powerful character and like a really kind of a, a, a cool straight played character against all these other alien you backdrops. Know, it's, it's funny. She reminds me of uh what's his name in robot jocks. 
Yeah. The yeah. trainer in Robot Jocks. Was it Duke? Is it Duke? Is that Wait, the cowboy guy? No, that was, uh, oh God, what was his name? <laughs> I know you're like talking Buck about that. It's like Buck or some yeah. shit. Buck. Yeah. yeah. Reminds, her character reminded me a lot of him. Yeah, except, except he's like he, not a traitor. He's not end. a traitor <laughs> to jump out a window. Um, Quinn just didn't jump out a window. Yeah. I don't have a favorite, but I have a least favorite character. Who's your least favorite? Fucking Steve Armstrong. He's boring as shit. <laughs> God, is he boring? Like, I mean, it, it, it's, I don't. I'm not even saying that the actor did a bad job. It wasn't his fault. It's just that they give this character really nothing. Like, yeah, that's he true. Has, again, flimsy reason for giving up on the arena. It just seems like he shows up, gets turned down maybe once. He says he's like, "Well, I did it for a year." It's like. Yeah, that's that's not a lot of time. You know Dude, what for a year though? You would at least had a exactly. fight. You didn't fight nobody. You're obviously good. You would have beat people. Yeah. So like, what? There huh? had to be some amateur circuit or maybe mm-hmm. starting from the bottom. Something he could have done. They just he just kind of give. It seems like he just gives up. And then as soon as he gives up, he's offered his dream in life to join the arena. Yeah. And he turns it down because he's so disenchanted with the whole year that he got turned down one yeah. time. Like. It's just a flimsy reason. I, mean, I don't like it. The character, all the decisions that he makes and all the the, the like the moves he makes and his motivation for stuff, it just seems he seems so. I, I guess he seems so just disconnected the from second, everything. The whole movie, it just the like it wasn't like the, a fun character to watch. The second yeah. half of the film, his motivation is just to bang Jade. Yeah, that. Yeah. And here's the other thing too: is anybody else seeing? I, I I did think that. I thought that his he had two vices, if any. Mm-hmm. Right. One is that he can't say no to a beautiful woman, apparently. Right. I mean, he even kind of hits on Quinn for about five seconds. Mm-hmm. And then alcohol. Did anyone get the idea that maybe he, they were trying to insinuate he was an alcoholic? Yeah. Well, they definitely used it at least twice in this film. He's like, drunk a two lot. Two moments where it's yeah. like, this is the problem that and he has. The, <laughs> yeah. Well, finally, when he does show up at Jade's apartment, he picks up this bottle of alcohol, stares at it for a second like, Here's where I have to I have to show some constraint, and he puts it down like it was a really hard decision for him right. to make. Right, you know, yeah, you would think sure. he would just have a simple like, look, I'm training, I don't drink. Right, like I'm training, I have a fight tomorrow, I can't drink. It's yeah. like that's a normal decision most people can right. easily make, but they made it sound like it was because he was grippling with some sort of addiction. Right. Yeah. No, I, I totally got that too. I think uh, I agree that. I agree that he was a boring character, no doubt. But I, I going into the film, not knowing where it was going to take me, I actually thought his acting was going to be worse than what it was. Like, like when I initially got introduced to him, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be that terrible, like first time film for that guy they want to try to turn into like an action hero." You know, it's going to be really bad acting, but, you know, he's big and muscular, so they used him for the movie. And what I got was I was actually, like, not taken out of the film by his acting. I thought it was fine for the film. His acting is fine. It's just literally his character and his lines are... Exactly. Yeah, that's what I said. He wasn't a bad actor. He he played the role. I think that they probably told him how to play it. Oh, I agree. Like, you got to be a shining Clark Kent kind of guy, can do really no wrong, is really, really just, you know, you're a victim of the system. It's not your fault. Like, and it's just like he had nothing... It would have been way more interesting if he did have a little bit of an anti-hero streak where he was like so disenchanted with the whole situation that he became an alcoholic and mm-hmm. this was like sex and drugs and alcohol <laughs> was like this huge problem for him to get over. Right. But it wasn't. They made him such a squeaky clean. Yeah. He was just an all all American good boy, yeah. you yeah. know. <laughs> Cuz that's what sells. <laughs> You want that? That's the hero I, archetype, right? The biggest thing that bothered me about him was his fucking hair. Yeah, it's pretty. Oh man, <laughs> I hate talking about hair. man. That was, some, that was some hero hair right there. Not yeah. as bad 
for this time period, though. No, right. probably like an apt, like that an was apt like haircut. some, that was like some Flash Gordon hair. Yeah. yeah, it was. I actually really liked Weasel as a as a villain. He's a great he, henchman. He, he reminded me. You know who he reminded me of? Um, who's the uh, head of security in Star Trek? Uh, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Nine. I know you're talking about. Uh, oh my God, what's his name? It's something with an O. Oh, not head of security. I'm sorry. No, the other one. The other one. The the one that's always morphs. Tr- the one that can morph and change. No, no, no. I'm talking about the other one. The one that's always trying to like gamble and game on everything. Oh, uh, 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 I can tell you why why that is because it's the same fucking actor. Is it really? Yeah. Oh shit. He's thinking of he's thinking of the guy with the big ears. Yeah. The um. Oh, what's his name? The they're uh, what's the race? They they fucking do yeah. back, backhanded deals all the time. F- Ferengi? He's a yeah, Ferengi. Ferengi. He's right. a Ferengi. Yes, exactly. that's it. Yeah, yeah. He reminded me of a yeah. the Ferengi dude. He's the same guy that That's played. the same actor? Yeah. Well, the reason I like him is not because I liked him, it's because I didn't like him. I thought he was like such a skis ball little weasel, you know? I mean, he played he played to that name well. And you know, for me to hate him as a character, I was like he must have did a great job. So No, he's I I would say he's in my opinion I think he's probably the strongest actor in the film. He is, but I mean, I think he's also probably the most. I mean, who had the biggest career after? Well, I mean, yeah. William Butler's in it. Um, Claudia Christian had a Claudia really Christian. big career in TV. She's been in a ton of TV. Yeah. I'm just trying to think who else I've ever actually seen beyond this movie. I don't ever. She really would see... probably be one of the only other ones. What? Yeah, William what... Butler. Paul Satterfield was in looks like some soap opera situations. That's about it. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't watch soap opera, so I mean, I could just be wrong. But yeah, no, I, I remember Claudia Christian. I have actually seen in stuff, and even watching this film, I kind of recognize her. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought oh, yeah, I did too, in, so I had to look her up. But yeah, it's it's him, and, and yeah, and uh, what's his name? Armin Armin Shimmerman is Weasel. Yeah, he's he's good. I like him a lot in this. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, the the arena fights are pretty damn cool, and I would have to say that's because of the effects. Uh, I am a fan of the effects in this movie. It looks like they had a uh, limited budget to work with, and I think that they stretched it as far as they could. And I was I was pretty impressed. But I don't know about you guys. I think that this is that is the the biggest shining shining thing about this film is I think the effects in this and the creature design are actually. Pretty pretty good. Yeah, you know, I wanna. Really I wish I too. knew what the budget was because what if you know if you're gonna give me some crazy low number like oh it was you know five hundred thousand dollars or something they killed it with like set design and creature design and like creatively shooting you know costume design even I mean all of that I was looking at it you know even the backgrounds the backdrops and when they first go down into Shorty's uh, layer down there with all the humans like that's a big set. Like that was yeah, a huge a big set. set. Like they had to build this stuff, and I was really impressed by it. I think it was probably more than that. I, I'm thinking this was it had to be in the millions. There was, was this was a couple of mil, probably five mil. You think to make this? I don't know. Couldn't say. That would be my guess. I know. I'm trying to figure out who did all the uh, effects in this film. William Butler did some of them. I know he worked. No, that's on them. true. He does a lot of makeup for. He worked on them. I'm trying to think of who else was it. It was because um, it was a bunch of people that that Charles Band had basically living in Italy at the time making these films. Um, cause it was cheaper to make films there basically. Mm-hmm. That's probably how they, I mean, obviously saved on their budget, you know, yeah. was fi- by filming there, but yeah, I mean, ambitious as hell, man. Dude. Yeah. I mean, you're going for like, like a 12 foot, a 12 foot, uh, what do you call it? A 12 foot grasshopper looking thing. You yes. know what I mean? Hey, let's take a break guys. When we come back, we'll talk more about arena. Okay. Clear your head, kid. Look, you know who you are? 
Why don't you give me a hint? Not funny, okay? Look, if you lose this one, there won't be another human champion for 50 years. What? That's real encouraging, Quinn. Look, just go out there and take control, okay? Whatever you did to Bang, go do it to Sloth, okay? Right. When you got inside on him, he got real defensive. If you can get to his sense of nerve, you can win this fight. Oh, that's right. I'll try to remember that the next time he clobbers me. Look, you want to win or what? Listen, I'm doing Get out there and fight! <laughs> And we're back. We're talking about Arena. Let's get into the end of the film because uh, the final fight between Horn and uh, Armstrong as they, they battle it out in the arena. But again, it's not a fair fight because Jade drugs poisons. Right. Drugs poisons? Drugs and poisons. Drugs and, well, oh. yeah, same thing. But I mean, poisons. Apt. That's an accurate <laughs> statement. Yeah, she, she gives him. I mean, he can't say no to the alcohol. Yeah, he can't say no. He can't say no to the sauce, the well, scissor. He can't just say no. So to it's it. like two in the morning, and she wakes up after after what what appears to be a night of of passionate love, of making. moonlight sex from yeah. wherever that. And moon she's is like, hey, from. you know, it's like two. Let's have some scotch. Yeah, and he's like, yes. Yes, uh, I have to be up. laugh hysterically like as Jade sits up topless, like but you know you only see her back, and you're just looking at Steve, just like entranced like just staring directly at her chest as much as i was actually uh amazed by the the size of the shoulder pads that were on this robe <laughs> like isn't a robe supposed to be comfortable this thing looks like it's like like an nfl quarterback would be wearing right <laughs> well, shit even quinn sleeping in like a mini skirt it just makes no sense uh so yeah he doesn't he can't say no turns out it's a drug Right, which not only that, but like a deadly drug. Yeah, like you think it's just going to be something that hinders him, but no, when he when when the doctor looks him over, he says a few more hours he would have been dead. Yeah, right. So they they definitely went for the kill. Yeah, right? what did they shoot him up with like fifty cc's of crystal meth? Yeah. I don't know what they call it. It's crystal meth. It was something like that. <laughs> Wakes him right up. He's still not. He's he's not one hundred percent, and the doctor will not sign off on it. Yeah, but they're going to let him fight anyways. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So they, apparently they don't need his yeah. okay for this. <laughs> so not only yeah. So not only is he he drugged, he goes to fight and he's holding his own pretty well. Right. Then Weasel uh fucks with the uh the, the and skull. And skull fuck with the handicapper. Right, because they have this theory that apparently the the firewall on this thing is supposed to be Super futuristic, amazing. Mm-hmm. That like it'll like it, you just you just can't do it. Yet this kid Skull, who I guess is like a mega hacker, yeah, like he a, a, a mind. like a like a, literally a human half computer, yeah, that can hack into things with his brain. Right? He comes up with this, he he thinks he has the key to do this, and of course you know Rogor being at against the ropes here, <laughs> pun Damn. um has to has to sign off on this idea that he kind of was hesitant about. So he sends him up there, and it works. Right. Not only does it work, but this is what I think is ridiculous. It's like it works. Not only that does it work, but Horn also shoots up again during this fight. I'm like, so he's drugged. He's fighting a guy on like roids, and the handicapper doesn't work, and and still he makes it through all these rounds when when Spinner had no chance. Well, that's true. But I mean, they do get the handicapper working again, right? They do get it work. Yeah, well, because like, it basically catches on fire. Right, because uh, what's-his-name goes up there. Shorty, Shorty goes, goes up, up there, and he manages to fight off Weasel. A, a trained assassin. Throws uh, that motherfucker over. Tra- trained assassin? The side. I mean, he can't... I mean, he's good with a gun. If he doesn't have a gun, I felt like he was just nothing. I don't know, man. I kind of <clears> feel like if you're, if you're operating in the underworld for that long, 
Weasel probably should have been able to hold his own hand to hand over like a short order cook with four hands. Uh, he's got four hands, dude. You can't you can't compete with that. It's true. Uh, it's, Goro, it's Goro status. I mean, that was his move, though. <laughs> he picked him up and threw him over the side of the yeah, railing. I, I guess I guess yeah. Nebulites are really uh, really strong too. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. So that happens, and then that. I, I, and here's the part that I'm confused about. Like when the handicapper comes back on, does it give Steve more strength? Then does it? Is it still now uneven in the other? Does it tip the scales in his favor, or is it just back to even? I feel like it's just back. I think to it's even. just That's back. I, to, I think it's just it. back to even. Which right. is they basically broke that. They shut that shit down. Is essentially right. Which still means that Horn has an advantage because he has taken the steroids also. Right. Right. Which is why this is where the confusing thing comes in. And 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 so I mean, obviously he beats Horn. End of the story. You know, yeah. Rogor loses everything. But one of the things Rogor says right before they announce Steve as the champion, after he's beaten the shit out of Horn. Is he goes? Can't anyone see that the handicapper is off? Or handy? <laughs> can't anyone see the handicapper? But if the if the case is that Horn is immensely stronger than the human, what would the if the handicapper was off? It would still be an unfair fight, and it would still yes. be in his advantage. So yes. why is he saying it? Is it? Is he hoping that just based on a technicality? And why is he the only one that sees this shit happening? Yeah. Other than Shorty. Like, there's a whole arena full of people. No one thinks to look up and see the yellow and blue lights yeah, aren't no, working out, right? Yeah, no one sees them shining on the fighters. Yeah, anymore. like isn't there isn't there like a team team of people who who are in charge of making sure like the the, the technical side of the yeah. arena is like, like set it boxing, up and just let it go. If your yeah. freaking mouthpiece just, falls off, they stop the fight and they wait until you get your shit together. Yeah. Well the thing is is like yeah, I do think Rogor was you know, at first he was cheating by removing the handicap, right? Like, like, or, or no, oh, severely imbalancing it, right? That's basically what I, it was. I think, I think it was, I was under was the impression that they it. made Horn stronger and yeah. they really weakened. Yeah. So when him. it was, when the handicap was destroyed, I think it was kind of supposed to be like a ha ha moment, like where he's like, but you can see the handicap isn't even working. And it's like, now he's trying to use that to his advantage, like by calling out the fact that the handicap wasn't working when he was the one who was responsible for fucking with it in the first place. I, I just, yeah, I, I mean, it just seemed like a weird thing to say because in my mind, I'm thinking like someone would say, oh, you mean the human beat the shit out of an alien without a handicapper? That's amazing. Right. Yeah, right. But instead, it's like it's like, it's almost like he was saying that Horn as a species was actually weaker than a human being yeah. could be. I think Which, he was trying to call the fight on a technicality. Like that's what I was yeah. thinking too. Yeah, but to it, it just seemed weird. I was also thrown off by the Quinn throwing the punch because I was like, was there a love story that real strong with that connection between Armstrong and Quinn? No, no. It was just because she tried to fuck with her fighter. Yeah. It wasn't because she. Yeah. Was, I don't think she it was. It was in a love, love story thing. Yeah, I think it was just because it was like you tried to you you try to ruin me you know purposely i mean she almost killed him which oh that's another plot hole that i don't understand so she while the fight is going on like rogor is like we're gonna finish him off we're gonna kill steve armstrong yeah, right. in the ring and she absolutely loses her mind like no 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 don't kill him like right. we didn't i didn't sign on to this to which i'm like yeah you did, did. you <laughs> gave him enough poison to kill him yeah like you had every in- like i imagine that you knew yeah, but exactly they, but what they, you were doing but they implied that she didn't give him enough quote unquote they implied that she, because Rogar is like, obviously you didn't give him enough. Like she gave him just a little bit to keep him alive. But she says that she did, right? Because she's just she's trying to just save her ass right now and not make it not make it obvious that she is kind of infatuated with Again, him. Again, I can't I can't tell if this is her fucking up 
Or no, I don't, is... think, I don't think it was. My impression was not that she fucked up. My impression um, from her character was that she intentionally didn't give him enough to kill him. But I also think that, like, the okay, then, then but they did want to kill him. The, Rogar wanted to kill him. Right, but if the doctor says very specifically, yes, you would have died, this poison would have done its job, yeah. had we not come in, A, why didn't Rogar think, well, he's just going to go to a doctor and this is just going to all be well, fine? Be, because because, Rogar, because Rogar was under the impression that Jade gave him enough to kill him right away right away in her, in, in her bed yeah and then he probably would have sent a cleanup crew to collect the body or yeah, something like a- that and, I, and it, it was implied that she purposefully didn't want to kill him hmm. I, I think pick up yeah on I don't know the how did you guys not pick up on that it was a full cordial glass she she poured him exactly <clears throat> what I imagined was the amount that she wanted to pour or she didn't add enough poison to that bottle or that glass to begin I with no I, w- I just wish they, she had said like yeah I purposely didn't give him enough because well, well, I she think basically, you were trying to kill she him she basically did when she when, when when she got up and just left him there to go down after he after he won the fight, she like left Rogar just sitting in the box alone. Yeah, but that's more because she was a conniving, money grubbing. I didn't get that. Really? No, I don't. Think I she... got that as like she actually liked him. I found I thought that was a very flimsy, sudden thing yeah. to to ah, do. Yeah. All Are you having feelings for him? I mean, yeah. I mean, and now that I've poisoned him, yes. If they would have <laughs> showed her, if they would have shown her with a bottle of poison and she doesn't pour all the poison in i would have bought like it. then you're like okay she didn't want to kill him but she knew that there was enough in that bottle to kill him what she was supposed to give him but they didn't ever give you that like you just had to rely on the fact that like you had to assume she- that somehow this conversation between rogor and and jade where he's constantly but you think rogor is a fucking jealous human being to be or not a human but alien to begin with right yeah that this wouldn't be a weird con- like yeah, but he even asks her he, after after they have sex. He even asks her like, "You're not falling for him, are you?" And she and her, even her response is like, "Not not really very sure." It's like, oh, of course not. Like it it looks like she's hiding. Yeah, and she's just putting on a show. I just think she wouldn't even have given him the poison. No, she still has to like save face so she doesn't get killed by Rogar. He seems like a. He seems so what like do you think? A, okay, so then let's let's talk about. So this. she's protecting herself, but <laughs> also protecting him, trying to keep him. Endgame alive. is that she gives him just enough that makes him sick, so he loses the fight, but doesn't kill him, and then yes. leaves Rogor after the fight has been lost, and this poor know. destitute boxer is. I have no idea. To, 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 I have no idea. I, I don't know if the end game was that she was even going to leave Rogar at all. I just thought she she just thought, hey, you know what? This isn't this 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 is a good guy, a great fighter. Like I like him. Like I'm not going to kill him. I'm gonna make sure he loses. Cause that's what Rogar wants. But then you know you know hands right. hands are clean and that's it. I'll buy it. That's <laughs> it. What do you say we rate this man with Jammer? Yeah. All right, Mike. What are we rating this? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Steve's uh, dream cut short. Uh, he could have been a great short order cook, so I think we should rate him as such. <laughs> short order cooks. <laughs> yeah. How many short order cooks? Okay. He really had a promising career there. <laughs> I will go first. I will take the the reins on this one. Uh, I'm gonna give it a two point five. I think this movie's okay. Um, it's not bad. It's not good. Um, it's middle of the road. It's it would have been cooler if I would have saw it a lot younger. I feel like um, there's things I like about it, uh, but there's a lot. Of, it's like it's hard to like remember stuff in this movie, and I've seen it twice now. Um, so I, I don't know. Like I think it's worth a watch just to see how ambitious these filmmakers were. Like that's the the, the impressive thing I think that I keep on taking away from this film is every time I watch it, I'm like, you you fucking went big, even though you didn't have the money. You went fucking big. So. 
good, good, good try, and bravo to you guys. So uh, two point five for me, Kyle. Uh, I'm actually going to go 3.5 short order cooks on this one. Um, you know, I, I didn't have high hopes going into this movie at all. And, you know, it's not that bad. Like, I it's it's a relatively entertaining film. It's, you know, it's a common story. We've seen it before in other movies. But, like, you know, take away the fact that the character, our main character is relatively dull. He has so much other supporting characters around him that I think keep the film feeling strong and feeling entertaining. And I, I, I like the concept. I like the concept. Like, honestly, this is a movie I'm going to say I wouldn't be upset if they if they, somebody tried to, like, reboot or bring it back in some way because I think it's a cool enough idea and concept. You can really go places with, like, awesome alien designs maybe, you know, with nowadays technology. So uh, 3.5, I'm happy I saw it. I thought, you know, it's a, it a good movie. Chris? I am going to give this three short order cooks. I was actually really surprised by this film. Um, It was something that I expected to be low budget and a little bit cheesy. And it was. But the thing is, is, uh, you know, it kept my interest the entire time. Like, I never felt bored during this film. Oftentimes saw myself uh, praising some of, like, the set design and the creature design. And, you know, the... Yeah, it's it's kind of a, you know, a whatever story, but the characters kept me uh, engaged in the film. I think they did a pretty good job for what they had. Um, I can't believe I'd never really heard of or seen this film before, but pretty ambitious and I had fun watching it. So, you know, it's a little bit better than average. Three short order cooks. A little bit better than average. <laughs> Mike? I think I'm going to also give it a three. Um, yeah, going into this, I thought I might destroy a, a childhood favorite, but you know what, honestly, like when I watched it, I was like, you know what, this film kind of still holds up quite a bit, and there was still a lot that I liked about it. Um, I actually wish I could give it somewhere between a three and a three and a half. Like, I feel like it exists somewhere there, because I think it's even a little bit better than a three, uh, because I think that the set design and the ambition of the film, and especially the creature design, I think they're really top-notch, and I still think they really kind of hold up a lot. Um... Again, yeah, I don't ever feel bored when I watch this film. Um, sure, some of the, there's a lot of plot holes and there's kind of some weird stuff that goes on in there, but I, I can actually look past it because I think there's such there's there's so much more to like about this film. So yeah, I'm gonna go with a three. Yeah, that's it. Three Done. from Mike. That's our show for this week. We do have reviews to read. Who is gonna read them? Um, I'll read the first one. We have two of them. Uh, first review we have comes from Mythical Ace title says great show five stars i stumbled across this show by searching for movie podcasts and it's become one of my favorites very funny and insightful i enjoy learning about old classic movies i may have missed through the years keep the shows coming awesome That's well thank awesome. you thank you thank Mythical you very much Ace. we will yeah we'll keep them coming we have tons of episodes if you don't know on our website we have about 125 yeah, I think we're about there right now. Not yeah. on the, well, total right now. Yeah, yeah. total. So only yeah. 50 of those are on iTunes. And thanks yep. for joining the cult, Ace. Yeah, thank you. Next! All right, this one is from Andrew Ryan Snyder, and it's entitled Flamba Longa Longa Nom. Okay. That's why I didn't read that one. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what? I did. <laughs> uh, and he's, he gave us a five star. All right, and Hell he says, yeah. great podcast, love the humor, and love the movie picks. And the movie picks are always great. 
should do more Italian horror classics. I kind of, maybe I, I agree with that a little bit. Uh, and maybe some more anime, since you guys are dogging on Akira, which is blasphemy. Either way, this podcast is a very tight butthole. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how yeah. to take that. I love it. I, I think it's all great. right with a tight butthole. Yeah. yeah, dude. I'd rather have a tight butthole than a loose butthole. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's really, you know, you don't want to let it, you know. It's just <laughs> the tightest butthole in fucking yeah. iTunes. <laughs> that's our, that's going to be that's our new slogan. That's our new, yeah. fucking that's our new slogan. slogan. If you're going to join a cult, make sure you have a tight butthole. Yeah. <laughs> cult film and review the tightest buttholes in podcasts. <laughs> oh, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, that's it, guys. You can follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at cultfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike ah! at Mike Salucio on Twitter. You can follow me at VHS Collect. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at cultfilm underscore review on Instagram and Twitter. That's where that's at. There you go. Yep, I think that's pretty sure. Our YouTube page. Leave us a review. Give a shout out. And remember, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch your movies. We'll see you next time.